Hello and welcome to the Saving Podcast, the place where you get exclusive insight into the company that is forging an antidote to mass surveillance. In this space, you get to dive deep into our venture and our thought process, and you will be the first to find out what's going on and what's coming up. Today, I sat down with Raphael and we had a chat about Martin, our consultant. So we talked about Martin's role, we talked about what our expectations were when we first got him on board, and also like how much it surprised us or how much we can feel his impact looking back, which I did not expect when we first started out. So a lot of these things he is doing or he is helping us out with is rather invisible. So today you'll get to dive into that. It's gonna be fun, it was fun, so. <laughs> As always, feel free to participate in our subreddit at r slash safing, or just send us a ping via mail to podcast at safing.io. I really hope you have a good, great week, especially with all that's going on. Stay safe and enjoy today's episode. Welcome. Greetings. Today's talk is fun. We're going to be talking about Martin, our consultant, mm -hmm. and... Yeah, there's a lot to unwrap there, a lot going on behind the scenes, a lot you probably will never have heard of. So I think I'd like to start, Raphael. Martin, he joined back in summer 2019. I think it was July or maybe even in June. Mm. And he was even involved before that in our advisory board or mainly the one that Daniel set up um, when founding the company. The thing I want to talk about or ask you, like, do you, do you remember how uh, he joined the team or why we went for a consultant back then? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I, this wasn't actually, like this was encouraged from, a, from somebody on the outside who asked us if we would have somebody like from our advisory board who would become a little more involved in the company so that we can, um, when talking to other people regarding our plans, refer to him more strongly and show tighter connections to those people. Because I guess a lot of companies have people on their advisory boards but they never talk to them. So they're just like more as placeholders there. And so that's why we got advice from somebody who's like, hey, if, if he truly talks to you, maybe get some closer ties with that person. And <clears throat> what this all um, evolved to was that we actually employed him uh, or are employing him currently as well for one day a week. So he's actually in some weeks <laughs> working more than this. Uh, for us, uh, but he is this, so this was more or less a step to formalizing his relationship to us, to formalizing his support to us. It, it wasn't with this act, basically. It's, it's more, he was, we were talking with each other before as well. We, he was helping us before as well, but this was basically the, the step into this more formal relationship. And that was the reasoning behind it. Is employment the correct term for this? Because as I always communicated, it's, it's also a consultant and he's an external resource. 
and we don't employ, uh, employ yeah. him in the sense of paying him a monthly wage, but a monthly consultant. Yeah, fee. that's true. Yes, you're right. He's paying his own taxes and everything. We don't. He doesn't have an actual like employee contract, but yeah, we pay him to work for us one day a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a lot to unwrap there, and like also. I, I wouldn't say he works for us, but he consults us and he advises us. And there's a lot of things we can get into. But I think back in okay. the summer, at least from my perspective, I didn't really grasp what kind of an impact this would give and how much the how great the benefit in this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it made a lot of difference from him just dropping by for a cup of coffee and talking to him beforehand. I like before this, this more formal relationship, because then he was just like, <laughs> from his point of view, maybe some kids who had some idea who were doing some stuff that he might want to use in the future, but that he wasn't too involved in and too invested in. And so this changed with this situation. And I agree um his involvement changed um or helped us a lot like it changed on how we pursued some some aspects and um gave us a lot more um i don't know like in-depth knowledge of um certain topics we started to go into at this point and now when we were in he could sort of was able to help us see um what will lay or what will come um, or result in some of those uh, decisions in the future. Yeah, I think I'd like to jump into some of these topics, but it's it's mostly been that he pointed out topics and areas uh, which were important for the long run, which we didn't see because we didn't have this long-term thinking or didn't understand how certain aspects um, would become essential in in the end as a company because we were like we didn't have anybody on the team yet we didn't hire somebody in that regard um so and he also helped us with hiring culture so i think maybe should we start with hiring culture and then we can move on to other things like professionalism company culture financial long term a lot of a lot of interesting topics which he helped us out with Sure, sure. So hiring process. <laughs> we were total, un, totally unexperienced in the summer of 2019, and we started hiring. Mm-hmm. So how can you, what's, what do you remember how Martin helped us out in that area? Well, so first of all, what I realized um, in talking to him, uh, a very humbling fact was, he wouldn't hire me for like my first job when I applied the f- like at a company the first time. My CV was horrible that I sent. I was not prepared at all for the interview and anything. So I, I guess um, I'm thankful that I never had to apply um, at a job with him. But um, I know um, how basically it worked out with me at the company uh, and companies where I have been before. 
and how invested I was actually in this in those companies. So I guess this was very interesting to to see both perspectives. On the one hand, how important it is to to have a good CV and how to sort of like um, what he is looking for in a CV and and that stuff. So I guess. <clears throat> What he helped a lot is finding or giving us clues on the personalities behind those um, those applications and um, what to look out for and how to sort of um, yeah you, you know try to understand how this person will fit into the company and and not just look at the uh, the skill set. But the, the person, yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I agree that what Martin in that regard told us a lot, well, like let me think or see it from another perspective was the aspect of team, like if the person fits into the team, and me being a programmer, I was like always focused, okay, on the skill set and what, what can the person do or what what are his skills, and. I never thought about it that way, that the person has to fit into us, our team, has to harmonize. We have to have a flow as a team. We have to understand each other. We have to have fun with each other and all that stuff. And he changed my perspective on that to also give weight to that aspect. I see. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, <clears throat> we talked about team before as well. And for us, uh, we knew that uh, we wanted to have a good company culture, especially with when you hear and read about other startups and how toxic sometimes behavior in those are, it sort of gives you the understanding, or at least us, we had this desire to want to do it differently. <laughs> you know, we had this one um, founder, like I think three-time founder, and who had sold his company pretty uh, recently and made a lot of money of it, and he is like, you guys are going about this the completely wrong way. You need to have a B2B business and you need to focus on big customers and and make lots of money from a, a couple of com other companies and like uh, hire people fast, fire people fast if they don't fit and don't bother with all of that stuff. Don't don't bother with company culture too much. It's like just go go forward and it's not I mean, what I've heard from YC, partly what I got from there as well. For me, it's just like it doesn't fit that well. I think we, we're oftentimes we place ourselves in the counterculture, like venture capital and Y Combinator, I guess. There is truth in that, that in order to make a product, you have sometimes you have to pick up speed and yeah, there's the, the saying, fake it till you make it. <laughs> that is something popular as well. But yeah, I, it's hard to, like, we. I think we are idealistic in a lot of things that we do. And, and because of that, it is hard to just jump onto that, but onto some bandwagons, which we think are not really ethical. Mm -hmm. So company culture is another big one where I, I really feel the impact looking back and how that went was that when he joined as an advisor, like he always sat down together with you, Raphael, as the CEO, 
And then I guess you talked a lot of that as well, but what, what did you guys talk about in the beginning? Basically cleaning up, you know, we already at that point were, and it was more of an looking and sifting through Uh, some of the behaviors, I guess, we already had established that we need to sort of change or that need to update to be more effective. Uh, for one thing, as you said, to get more professional, to get more, um, yeah, <laughs> sorted as a, as a company. And the other important part was to get the basics right, you know, to have sort of a, a, a structure At that point, we didn't have anyone else um, hired. It was uh, the first the first hires um, came afterwards, and so having the a structure in place that allowed us to to set a certain standard for people who come into the company um, was very helpful there as well. And to not just say, well, we figure this out as we go, but to say, here are the three basic guidelines, you know, like, this is how we do holidays. This is how you schedule a meeting. This is what you can expect to, I don't know, get as a response from this and that. And so it's like, <clears throat> it was a lot of sifting through um, getting regulations inside the company, right? So that we have a structured coordinated approach um yeah to yeah it, to it, the future it was a <laughs> it was a lot of groundwork to build or to soothen the way to into the future or to smoothen the way and another thing that comes to my mind is the role of us founders and the role of the ceo because our relationship between rafael and me or daniel can be a bit odd as we are all founders and all are all part of the board so we have like this ultimate power where we can say hey we don't agree with this strategy but then when we are in the work life and working along and then it's a small thing that's not that doesn't have any importance in the long run and Raphael wants to do it this way and I disagree I remember back back in the day we often quarreled about these things we we fought over small stupid things and it was because the roles were not defined it was because I didn't realize when I walk into work on Monday I'm just a normal worker and Raphael is my boss And when I am at the board meeting, then I can go to Raphael and, and say I disagree. And this was a process as well. Like it took a few months until <laughs> like now I feel comfortable, but I know it was pretty hard for a long time. Mm. And, and realizing um, those things, uh, because all of us weren't in those situations before, was hard as well i know i guess we were all <laughs> yeah it is new for all of us and so understanding that this actually costs us time and costs us energy each and every one of us um this and how much more effective we would be if it's this disagree and commit culture 
sometimes uh, and not uh, arguing that much. This, <laughs> this is a huge takeaway. I would say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Looking back and thinking about this now, I guess um, if I would see a founder team like ours again uh, out in the wild, I guess this would be one of my first recommendations to them sort this out get this sorted out and uh, i hope you like each other because you need to be patient and um, trust each other to to do this right but it pays off in the long run yeah trust everybody that they have the best in mind even though the approach may differ and yeah i think it was also very important to figure that out as you said we were already on this journey for a long while but as more people came in, having the solid foundation for us as the founders, quote unquote, like we have a special role just because of that, or people see us in a special way just because of that. But establishing that when I say something and I tell Luke a thing about, uh, uh, well, I give him an instruction and you said something else, it has to be clear for him that your word counts because otherwise it's just somebody being trapped in between mom said this and dad said that and <laughs> this is yeah it's just odd for everybody and especially unacceptable for the uh, employees who come into a very odd and strange situation mm -hmm. Right from the beginning, yeah. exactly, and that was. I mean, we're we were still in the in the figuring this stuff out process yeah. um, for the latter part of the um, last year, but it, it was definitely part of what Martin initiated. You need to sort this out better. It was already like we started this process before. Uh, in the early beginnings mm -hmm. we didn't even have that um, but it still and wasn't done by the end of 2019 and so this was a whole thing where we had to work through and um, get better over time yeah it's it's these kind of things that martin points towards and it often is a process where it, it doesn't it isn't enough if he points to or he talks about it once, but oftentimes he has to repeat himself and or we have to work <laughs> things through and <laughs> and understanding why he did that is often only understood in retrospect. Like mm. I can see the fruits of this corporation now, but in the beginning I, I yeah. I didn't really know what would expect me or expect what, what we could expect. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And it wasn't like something we, we definitely knew, but as I said, we got pointed, like there again, it was somebody from the outside who said, you might want to get this relationship sorted out or like get it a little bit clearer. And I guess this was a good advice as well um, from from that person. And um, I'm very thankful for this to, to yeah, know that <laughs> others have sometimes good insights. And that's partly what, what I mean, <laughs> of 
course, others have good insights as well. But that's partly what I what I would like to have more of, I guess. Um, so if you guys hear us talking in the podcast about stuff and have some thoughts or insights, I'd like to hear from them and read from them. We're still, as Martin would say, um, stretching for the roof. I'm not even sure if this is an English figure of speech. <laughs> I'm not sure either. But <laughs> we're stretching ourselves, yeah. We're growing, and it's it's a whole thing, and uh, how to figure all of this out and create a company that's sustainable alongside and build a great product. I think this is a perfect bridge to also talk about the financial aspect of this, where yeah, I feel... Last summer, like we we had um, a plan to get a funding, a governmental funding, and we got it then, which was really cool. But I remember that Martin he he pushed towards like having a plan B, having a plan C, having a plan D, and mm. so we always have a few months ahead of us, and we don't have to worry too much about. Are we going to make it and all that stuff? Because as I experience it now is that you, Raphael, look towards the long term and the financial long term. And you're always a few months ahead of time and knowing what's going to happen then and then and then. So I, as an like, quote unquote employee, can just lean back and I know you're doing your thing. And before it was more like being anxious about the future and not knowing what will happen and all that stuff. And I think this is something that Martin also pushes hard mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He helped me figure out what my job is <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Because this is my job, looking after the um, financial roadmap and thinking about that sort of stuff. Um, or at, at least it's, it's a huge chunk of my work also. Because, as you said, it's important that somebody uh, looks at this regularly <laughs> or, like, basically has an eye on it all the time. Um, and so, yeah, this... Because sometimes, you know, from looking at the, at the numbers, you often don't generate new ones. And especially with us, where we are a, a company that is building something looking toward what is being built feels more like actual work. But um, you're right, uh, planning this out, looking at this, this is important as well. And um, so I guess what Martin helped there a lot was clearing, like defining and helping us understand uh, the roles better yeah. now, you know, and uh, giving me the bliss of, not having to worry about product or marketing that much or communicating to the customers and understanding that it's well and good if I focus on the like business side and focus on the, the money side and where, where does it come from, where is it going to go and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I think even more, again, for the employees, like as the founder, I can like somehow... I know this is a risk I take and took, um, like not knowing or having an uncertain future and all that stuff. But having that comfort of, hey, the next months they are planned out. I think this is even more important for the employees. I guess a lot of you listeners 
may may have to struggle with these ideas and with these thoughts now because of all the situation with the coronavirus and a lot of areas have lots of uncertainties but this this isn't fun and we are doing our best uh, to mitigate this or and martin as well he he pushes towards that <laughs> those kind of things <laughs> yeah but i feel you're right maybe i have to sort of keep on thinking about how to communicate this in a proper way inside the company i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> we will see but this is something where i still can grow and i like to talk to to people a lot and i think that's partly what martin is pushing for as well i mean we're currently talking about martin and one of the things that was part of my idea but that he has uh, is helping me to actually do is talking to each employee every month i mean this mostly works But from what I hear is that a lot of managers say they would like to do something like that and they never do it. And it's important. So he's holding me accountable that I actually do it. And most months, I would say, it's working out for most people. So <laughs> some people slip through my fingers. But if I feel like I have communicated with this person enough, I sometimes let it slide anyway. It's working okay and I feel like this is good for the company and good for the culture and something that Martin helped us or helped me see as part of my job as well and helped me see the importance of it also. This is a good way of talking about those sort of things that we do inside our company. <laughs> <laughs> the topic of like what's going on. It's really a lot going on yeah which we, which you wouldn't see otherwise I guess so I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Um, but I totally agree also the point, uh, the importance of this aspect is I, I know how how vital it is for us as founders to have the board meeting and like reconnect and rebase once a month. Mm -hmm. And that is something that is also vital for employees that the CEO gets to know what is going on, how are they feeling, how are they doing, mm. because sometimes, yeah, things happen and it's it's. Like if you let things in the dark too long, then suddenly it just makes bang and nobody knows why. Mm -hmm. Everybody is surprised. And this is a good way to catch most of these things, mm -hmm. I guess. See, one funny thing that um, sort of just happened on me was um, in the interviews we did for the Kickstarter, Tabita said, and I interviewed her, so maybe some disclosure here, but she she said in the interview that her back aches from from the floor because it's uneven. And I'm like, I did not know this. And she's like, yeah, but it's like, it's my chair, it's at the wrong position. I'm like, why haven't you said anything? And at that point, because I worked with her so closely together, I, I thought uh, we can skip the, the meeting for this month. And I should not have skipped it because I hope that this would have come up in this meeting because basically yeah. it is more of an um, letting the employees tell me what, what their concerns are, what their needs are and stuff. And so that I can listen and um, basically do something against it or just have them know that I hear and understand their needs. And 
So this was a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, but in the interview I asked her afterwards, she said, well, we're moving to the new office soon anyway. So she figured she didn't need to tell me. And I'm like, but we could have put you like there is enough space in other rooms or even in this room if you, we rearranged the tables and stuff and she's like yeah and at that point it actually was only two weeks till then and she's only working part-time so I if she didn't see a need there then I like okay whatever but in general if this <laughs> if this would have like yeah. haven't changed over Gone the on. next month yeah, yeah that would be horrible and um so, yeah, <laughs> those talks, I feel they're, they're quite important. Definitely. And I think, like, from my side, this is kind of sums it up um, on a, in a nice way that how Martin has impacted our company and continues to do so. Just looking at areas we wouldn't have looked at, like in the company culture, mm -hmm. in the company structure, and the stability between us as a team and between us as founders, defining roles, thinking about the financial long-term. Yeah, I think it's, it gives a good overview. I, I guess there are a few things more we could find, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's a good wrap for today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Sure, sure. <laughs> and a special thanks for listening as well to all our readers. I hope you enjoy and always feel free to join the subreddit. Let us know what you think. You can also email us at podcast at safing.io mm -hmm. and the reddit is r slash safing. Yeah, yeah. If you have any things, questions, stuff you'd like to have us talk about, I guess you could post them here as well. I mean, I'm taking your part here a definitely bit. no no that's <laughs> definitely i would be up for for a talk with you david i also planned to interview tabita and patrick in the coming weeks which would also be fun fun or have a podcast with them like we will have a conversation yeah but fun having you and fun doing this again and yeah we will soon be back stay safe okay guys goodbye and happy hunting <laughs>